We're, We're back. back. So we've enjoyed our two week break. <laughs> two weeks. It's been like it's been like five years. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we thought that we would talk about um what we are currently reading mm-hmm. and what we have loved reading. Yeah. And just reading in general because we've late like lately we've just recently got into. Reading back again. Into. We're back into reading. So we used to be very, um, is it avid? Is that a word? Ad- what? Avid readers. I, I, th- I feel like I've heard that before. I think meant advert. Well, we used to read a lot, like in yes. high school and uni and stuff like that. Uni, maybe. But we used to um, like be really into reading. And mm. then, I don't know, we just kind of stopped. And Life then, enforced yeah. <laughs> And then um, we've just recently gotten back into it. And it's just been so good. Mm, yep. I think for me... The reason that I kind of stopped reading is because I, like, started reading Christian books. And Mm. I feel like because they're not, like, a story, you don't get into them. And there'd be, like, a 100-page book and it would take me forever to get through because it wasn't – like, it was good, but it wasn't engrossing. So I forgot that I, like, loved reading. Mm. And then I started reading again recently and love it. It's so good. Yeah, because then for me, you know, uni – I had to read, like, yeah. studying English and drama. You have to read the texts that are prescribed. Yeah. So I loved it, but then I knew it's like, oh, I'm reading because I have to. Yeah. And then same thing. And then when I got back into reading, I kind of felt guilt- guilty and thought, oh, I should read a like, good Christian living book. Yeah. Which, like, I've read some pretty good ones. And then I think, like, when I tried to get back into reading, I thought, let's do that. But then it just wasn't working for me. A bit so, off topic, but not off topic. When at school... When we do reading groups, um, because they have a book to read every two weeks, um, I have, and they don't like really like reading, like mm. they don't read at home and stuff. So one of the rotations is read for enjoyment and they can pick just any book. It yes. doesn't have to be their level. It can be any book um, to read. And like we talk about learning intentions and that. And whenever I say what what's the point of doing this, they say so we can find our book yes that's so good yeah yeah because instead of just having to read because they just read when they have to it's like trying to get a love of reading so in saying that what is your book my one book or my type of book your type of book i don't know i like i don't know what my type of book is and Mm. that's why it's so hard to find a new book because, yeah. I don't know, I guess if I say all the books that I like, they're kind of similar. Like, yeah. like Divergent and Hunger Games and that are similar. But also I like, I don't know, not fantasy, maybe <sighs> sci-fi. I don't I, I, know. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't like <clears throat> romance, but I love a romance in a mi- book. Oh, okay. No, like, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. A, like, ro- like Mills and Boone. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, like, for example, like, one of the books I really love is, like, about time travel. Mm. And don't talk about time travel with Silvano. He gets confused. But, um, but, like, there's, like, a romance in it and I love that. But, I don't know, something, I think in just, I don't know, in, like, a brief, a brief sentence is something that hooks you. Yeah. Because, like, another recent book I read was... Um, like it hooked you in, but there was nothing supernatural about it or anything like that. Um, yeah. I think that's where the umbrella term young adult applies. Yeah, I think I just like that's young what, adult. Yeah, books. I wonder if that's. What, I wonder where the origin of that genre came from because, mm. actually, 
I would know because I actually taught it <laughs> for one of my prac. But it's like when you have like the hero, the young tragic hero, mm. like as the central character, and then yeah, because yeah, I guess what's that's what's hard. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty. Like for me, I stick to a certain genre. Like I haven't read that many books that are different. Like. Mm. Like, or surprised me, I guess. But you find it hard to find books. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's because I'm so, um, like, I just have, the, I just go to the, like, that one genre. So then mm. it's like, if you, if you don't fit in that category, then later's. No, but like, because you like fantasy, but not, like classic fantasy. Yeah, yeah. So the kind of genre I like, yeah, I, I like... Like, I like fantasy, but not the fantasy that's dragons, yeah. knights, swords, and old time. I like <laughs> the fantasy that's more, super, uh, not supernatural. Like someone has like a Like abilities, gift. gifts, yeah. yeah. So it's more like sci-fi and fantasy put together, but not sci-fi in the sense of like space and robots and yeah. time travel and not fantasy like that. It's just a good in-between. It's usually like magic, okay, but yeah. it depends. Like, I don't like if it's like... I'd know the magic of, like, I cut my wrist in three and drink the blood to find my lover. (laughs) I like more like a... What's your, like... Sorry to interrupt. What's your um, perfect example of that that you've read that's like, yep, this is exactly what I mean? Oh, like an actual title or just as, like, a storyline type? Like one of the books you've already read. Oh, that is hard. Probably, like, I want to say... Yeah, actually, in high school, I started reading um, a series called The Power of Five by Anthony Horowitz. Basically, five, like, we're introduced to five different, like, teenagers who find out they have, like, an ability and they're all connected. They have to, like, unite to, like, save um, the world and, like, have a common enemy. But, like, the whole... The whole, like, suspense is they have to unite, but they can't because, like, they live in different countries. Mm. There are factors that are stopping them and all that stuff. Do they know about each other? Uh, They learn about each other. Like, they're, like, part of, like, an old prophecy kind of thing. But Mm. see, that sounds like fantasy. Sounds like Harry Potter. The moment a prophecy is in, it's like, oh, that can be fantasy. But Mm. uh, just typical storyline is, like, your average Joe living life might like it might hate it and then one day out of nowhere they get told they're destined yeah. to save the world because yeah, yeah, yeah. they woke up and moved a finger and heroes something. yeah if heroes was a book yeah which i know it's a comic that's series such a but good show oh yeah. my gosh you should watch heroes. but we're talking about books here not shows <laughs> all right stay tuned for a future podcast where we might talk about tv shows yeah. but yeah so that's my typical storyline or genre yeah. So in saying that, finally, we're going to mention some honourable um, books. <laughs> <laughs> some books we've loved. Yeah, some books. that. I mean, what we're currently reading as well mm-hmm. is, um, Andrea, do you want to... I'm reading Elsewhere by Dean Koontz. Mm. I've never read any of his books before, but um, Silvano has. I've read like three, I think, of his titles. Yeah, and when we go to bookshops, we'll like pick books up and read them and then we'll go oh my god this sounds like you and that's one that he said because it sounds just like this other like the time traveling one i was talking about um it's also about time travel did i say that about this one yeah no oh yeah so um it sounds similar to that so that's interesting um i started reading it i'm like i'm like 
not even a third way through, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, mm, about, yeah, about a third. We currently have the books with us. Yeah, it's good. Um, they're like, they went to another um, dimension, like another universe, and oh. it's very different. It's yeah. like um, fascist, and like, it's, I don't know, everyone's super, um, I don't know, like, um, someone saw them and they were suspicious that they weren't for the government and so oh. then there was like sirens everywhere saying like there are haters of the government enemies of the government or whatever oh. capture them mm. so like it's very different so i don't know um but it's basically about um this guy and his daughter and the mum left them seven years ago and um they accidentally traveled back in time but now um they want to find her and possibly save her because this world doesn't seem very great. Um, but one thing I don't like about it is that it's so all over the place with the narration. Oh, okay. Because, um, like, initially it was just, like, third person. But then sometimes it's kind of it seems like it's from the daughter's perspective. Yeah. Like, it would say, because his name is Jeffrey. So it would say, like, Jeffrey and, and her name's Amity. So Jeffrey and Amity went... Um, past the trees or whatever and then after it will say like um amity was looking at daddy and like you know what i mean it's like she's okay. saying it so that's a yeah. bit confusing but yeah i don't know i'm liking it so far yeah what are you reading i'm reading the left-handed booksellers of london it's the title it's the title that actually hooked me in because even the um the just the slogan is that what you call it the the tagline yeah authorized to kill dot 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 and sell books yes. and i was like what Gorgeous. so it's by garth nix and i'm actually surprised that this is my first garth nix yeah who is that it sounds familiar he's just a um he's just a really well known What's fantasy that? genre book writer author what do you even call it <laughs> But yeah, I see Garth Nix almost everywhere, but I don't know, I guess I never paid attention yeah. um, to him, but then, yeah, this stood out. Now, this book is, yeah, like, kind of classic what I, like, the classic storyline that I like. This chick, she turns 18 and um, finds out, I mean, like, yeah, she, she turns 18 and she tells her mom, all right, I want to go find out who my dad is moves to London and then she goes to find this one name that her mom always mentions because her mom kind of has like a very weird like headspace. Like it's, mm-hmm. yeah, like you suspect that something's going on. And then she goes to meet this guy that like could be her dad. And then she, she interrupts a meeting between him and this strange guy. And then all of a sudden he turns to dust kind of thing. And then, She's like, what is going on? And then, like, this cop comes in and says, like, you shouldn't have seen that. Um, usually, like, the old world deals with this. And she's like, what's, what's with the old world? And then all of a sudden, she gets, like, like tossed into this, um, like, other part of the world. As in, like, not, like, she's still in, on, like, in our world. But she finds out all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean? All I want to do is find out who my dad is. And then all of a sudden, these other creatures are targeting her. And it's, like she finds out and we find out that like she like her dad could actually be some 
like huge powerful being that's part of this world and the reason why her mum has a weird headspace is because your memory gets affected um the more you hang out with like the old world uh, yeah. so that's a huge like thing but so it's like, what wait, is the old world it's like just filled with magical beings and the left-handed there's actually like it's the the title confuses me the left-handed booksellers of london because there's also right-handed <laughs> and then there's also i forgot the word is but like both ambidextrous not that like they don't use that word oh, i don't know what they call it but it's like both-handed but yeah. basically these beings you find out that like there's like this cauldron and they fill it with like um a certain potion mm. and then you dip your hand in at seven years of age and then like you get like the left-handeds are the ones that like are more um, skilled physically, like in battle and stuff. But then the right one is more like magical abilities kind mm. of thing. And then eventually you you naturally like sway. I mean, like lean towards one side. Mm. So you're either left-handed or right-handed or both. Yeah. And if you're both, it's like oh my lord. Like literally, like you write with that hand or the hand that you dipped. Yeah, the the hand you that you dipped. Oh. Yeah, but the thing that's hilarious is like. Like, it's just, like, the books are literally their passion. They run bookshops. Mm. And then, um, like, let's say the left-handed people, if they've just gone into some huge physical, like, session, like, where they've had to fight someone, mm. their way of unwinding is writing or reading a good, like, I mean, like, either I mean, writing, same. like, writing a good <laughs> poem or yeah. reading a good book. <laughs> Same. Legit. Like they, there's a part where they go into like this mad bookshop and like they're all so excited because they just got new stock Mm. and they're all at the back. It's like, yeah, this is how we unwind. (laughs) So like, yeah. Same. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, kind of um, weird, but um, yeah. So do you want to, what's your all-time favorite book or series let's just say book or series because like for Hmm. me i mean i've read more series and i don't know we're currently looking at a picture of our bookshelf (laughs) to aid us i don't even know how many books we have too many not too many i don't know what's my favorite um like i got through divergent pretty quickly i don't know if that's my favorite um, maybe just Mitch Album mm, in general. Mitch Album books. Mitch Album is incredible. Oh my gosh! Just I don't know, like the way I was. Um, one of our friends borrowed one of um, our like one of his books. Um, recently, and she was like, he the way he writes is just so magical, mm. and it is. It's just amazing. Like I don't know, like um, I hadn't read his, one of his books in like ages and then a new one came out and i read it and i just like missed how he wrote mm. it's i don't know how to explain it it's just magical um so you may have heard he wrote um tuesdays with maury that's like a famous one that's um non-fiction um but like even the five people you meet in heaven um that's fiction yeah that's fiction um one of my favorites from him is The Timekeeper. Yeah, Savannah same. also read that. Yeah. It's just so good. It's about um, Father Time. Yeah. Um, and just about how we use time and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It's so sad Ugh, too. It's so good. It just really it makes you appreciate the time you have. Yeah. I think like, it follows literally. a few people. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't it does. really remember, but it's so good. Five People Made in Heaven is this guy that dies. It's not a spoiler. It's like the first thing that happens. Um. And he goes to heaven and he meets – everyone meets five people, like in this book, when you go to heaven that 
you affected their life or they affected your life and wow. to change it or whatever. Um, so he meets five people like that. And it's just so good. A new one has come out, but I can't find it. The first time um, I saw it, I was too, like, I was not emotionally ready because his books just, like, I, I cry all the time, but his <laughs> books are, like, very emotional books as well. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't, like, ready to read it, but now I want to read it. But, mm. like, can't find it. But he's amazing. Yeah. I just love him. Yeah. Um, But then I also like books like Lauren Conrad's series, The mm. Girl from the Hills. That was good. Um, I don't know. I like books from people um, like Holly Madison's book about when she was a um, – was what uh one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriend, one of them, um, like stuff down like that. Rabbit, yeah. I like that as well. Yeah, down the rabbit hole. Mm. Um, yeah, I Sense don't know. I feel like my book taste is weird. Like, yeah, because you have like, like not autobiography, but like almost just like, kind of, yeah, true tellings of yeah. life experiences. Like, and then... yeah, like I love Mitch Album, but that's so different to like the Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah, and like Twilight. I. Mm, I read the new Twilight, what's it called? Midnight Sun recently. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I would have loved it in high school. I did get through it and I, like, I did like it, but it was just, I don't know, I guess as an adult, it was so whiny. Yeah. Um, but the new Hunger Games book I read and I like got through that. I really liked that. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like my taste. Well, I feel like in general, it's young adult stuff. Yeah. Because but... Mitch Album seems to be the exception. So what's another honorable mention? Like so, Mitch album you've locked in. Oh gosh, I love him. What's another honourable mention? Hmm. You can't say Harry Potter. It's a bit. Why? No, 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 no. Um, maybe. Uh, I liked Hunger Games, but I feel like I wouldn't read that again because I was too engrossed in that and made me a bit depressed. Right. <laughs> um, maybe Divergent. Mm. I love Divergent. That's the one, that's one where it was like on the edge of your seat. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? But then it's also like a love story and you're like, oh my God. Oh wait, even the time travel ones. I yeah. love them. So the first one's called um, A Thousand Skies Above With you. you. Above You? No, that's not, I don't know. One Something like that. And the next one's like a million something and the next one's like 10,000 something. But so I'm just a bit of a book snob. So I literally saw the book and I was like, that is beautiful. So I bought it, but then I loved it. Like if I'm at a shop and I'm yeah. looking at a book that I want and it smells weird. She literally judges a book by its cover. Yeah, like if it smells it's weird smell. yeah. or it's ugly. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't want it as much, but that is so good. So they time travel. I've been talking so much. Um, they time travel um, to different dimensions, but when they time travel, they land in their own body in that dimension. So, like, let's say you're just a regular person here, but then you time travel and then you're a princess somewhere else. You'll go into that body, but you have your memories. Their person's memories or your Yours, own? your own. I, that just stresses me out. But I can't remember if they like, have how would some... You know? Like, I can't remember if they're like, oh, yeah, this is yeah, my some sketchbook sort of or imprint. whatever. Yeah, yeah, like some sort of imprint. But you affect their life and then if you die, I think you die. Like, like, if you die there... All parts of you. I think so. Wait, as in, like... Oh, no, you, like, the person who travelled there. And so on, I oh, can't right. think about But then what much. happened to that version? They die. Both both versions yeah. of you die. Uh, like, well, whoever's occupying that body. I hate if that was... 
on her things. Yeah. yeah, well, in the book, no, she, I won't no say. No, no, I won't say what it is. But the girl does something that affects this girl's life. She. Yeah. Yeah, and like that girl has to live with it. That sucks. Can you imagine? But I'd also love to do that and just like shave my head and then. Be like, <laughs> and she. Uh yeah. Andrew's like, currently in sign language. I mean, can like, you imagine someone funny. taking yeah. that from you? Yeah, like, yeah. So, how annoying. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what are your favourite books? <laughs> I've been talking so much. I, like, I haven't reread them and I want to, but I just feel like it's just one of those books where if I reread it, I mean, I don't know, but I love the secrets of the immortal Nicholas Femel series. Oh, yeah. So it's from Michael Scott and I don't even know, like, it's filled with, I don't think you need to know your mythology and like he uses mythology from different cultures and like puts it together. But I don't know, just the way he writes it, like what you said about, um, divergent, no divergent. Um, Like it, like I was on the edge of my seat because the books are written from different perspectives. It's the only romance you've ever liked. Yeah. But this romance is good because they're old. Like they're like, they're just like they have that deep love like i yeah, hate love, like i this. hate the kind of infatuation where it's like i felt his fingertips on my back and i forgot <laughs> how to breathe for 10 seconds yeah, I hate that like ill get over yourself <laughs> move on yeah, but here disgusting. they're old so like they love each other but yeah. the way he writes it's like like it's just that kind of thing where something happens as a like i oh, know you like i oh, know something bad happens and then but the character is kept a mystery and then you like it's not revealed, and then you have to keep reading. Like because, who made the bad thing happen? Yeah, but like then it's a like different kind of storyline. He's like, no, but I want to find out this, so it makes you oh, want to keep reading, yeah, so yeah. you can get to that part. Neighbors does that, but part. it's good. It's just basically about these two twins who find out they're part of a prophecy that like like they have to save the world. So yeah, again, <laughs> like yeah, so I'm pretty. like I mean I'm just in a box. Like my genre is in a box, and I'm loving it. Do that's I hate fine. it? No, 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 that's fine. That's your yeah. Book. That's just but I love it. Like I read it when we've like what 2011 maybe and i've been like i just eye it down i've been eyeing it down for nine years but you hate something about it oh (laughs) i have the worst luck with books so if you were to look at this series i have the first two books in one style of cover the next book is in a different style and then the third one is in a different style the fifth one is in a different style and then the last one is huge like bigger <laughs> than the rest so yeah, but even that like the... i literally want to like give them away or sell them just so i can read literally them. and like i've been talking about this like i just haven't had the heart because like you know money but um yeah but i want to like rebuy them so then like use that as an excuse to reread them because yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you can't buy a book and just put it on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, no, no, I have to, yeah. I did that with Tuesdays with Maury because someone borrowed it years, like literally six years ago and never returned it, thanks. <laughs> um, So I just bought it again. But I feel weird that I just bought a yeah, book and put not, it on the shelf. Yeah. But I don't want to read it again because I don't want to cry. Yeah. Another honourable mention, like that's where like I, I'm not ashamed to like dabble into children's fantasy. So, but Chris Colfer, the guy, if you recognise the name, he played... Kurt on Glee, I think that's his name. I'm not sure. So I was surprised. I didn't even know who it was, and I just saw I just saw his picture in the book, and I was like, okay. But he writes um, a series called The Land of Stories, and it's basically um, if you love fairy tales, he just like it's basically like modern day, not modern day actually. It's just like these two 
twins again. I'm sensing a pattern here. I, I swear so the other a twin. I swear the other books I read don't have twins in them, so it just happens to Your be the ones I'm mentioning. But yeah, um, oh wait, I don't think they are. Oh, I, no, they are twins. Yeah, so they um they have this fairy tale book that like their family have always read to them, and then they get sucked into the book like it's basically their real world mm. kind of thing. And but there's more to it. Like it's like why is this happening? How is this happening? And it's so good. Like same kind of thing about Secrets of the Immortal Nicholas Amell. Oh, seeds for that title though. Go change that, Michael Scott. Don't you? Do, but, isn't it just the Alchemist? No, that's another. No, that's that's just like the first book. Oh. Anyways, but um yeah, like same kind of thing like there's something happens you're like oh who's this and then you find out it's like oh my gosh it's this character that we've known along kind of yeah and they're all connected yeah it's like oh my god and the beautiful thing is i love this um like the first book um is actually if you get it in the hardcover it's basically um the same look of the actual fairy tale book that's that's used in the book yeah because they the book i have is hardcover it's green with gold trimming Mm -hmm. and when they describe that i'm like wait hold on wait a minute i remove the paper cover i'm like oh my gosh so yeah that was just a child in me that was kind of got excited but um i'm gonna mention it anyway but honorable mention harry potter yeah love the harry potter series that's like the first series that i probably ever read and for us because like we it was already out before we were born, I think. But then eventually we were reading it as it was like being released. Mm, my um, year five teacher read it to our class. Same. Um, the second one to our class. I think that's the first time I had ever read it. And I loved it. It was yeah. just the second one. But we watched the first two in primary school in yeah, the movies as same. they came out. Yep. That, that's crazy. We don't go to the movies anymore for excursions. I know. But I loved them. And yeah, the second one, maybe that's why the second one's my favorite. Yeah, because it was like your first one. Yeah, I remember in high school, um, we um, for roll call, we had to read. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, we're going to go like buy a book like i've got to go buy the second harry potter like yeah. take me to the shop <laughs> wow. to my brother and he was like can't you just have a book that we have and i was like no, no we, it has to be yeah, a new book just, your like teacher the, said yeah i literally go my teacher said it has to be a new book it's got to be this book like the second one oh or whatever gosh, so i went and bought it and i don't know just that's my favorite book and movie yeah yeah. I'm reading it to my class right now. I've probably read this series maybe four times, I think. I, feel, I don't know how many. Because I feel like I... Well, either way, as the movies were coming out, I would. I, I remember reading the book. Like, yeah. I remember being that nerd. Um, I brought the book... Uh, Excuse Order of, me, this is wrong. No, I bought the Order of Phoenix book with me when we went to watch oh, it at the like, midnight release. We gotta read Literally, them. Literally, that's what I mean. I was just like, yeah, like <laughs> instead of wearing a shirt that represents the fandom, I bought the book. That's something I would do. <laughs> that's what I when we watch like Marvel movies, I bring my little Agent Coulson. Yeah, and thing. puts on like her Marvel shirt that. Yeah. And he watches with us. Yeah. He sits in the cup holder. <laughs> Shut up, you freak. <laughs> but uh. yeah, definitely um, Harry Potter. Another series I've read. Like, see, I went through a phase where I hated reading because the only books I loved mm. happened to be series, and it's like, oh, it's I'm not bothered commitment. committing yeah. to ten thousand books. And like not having like a yeah. nice ending until yeah. So I literally googled best like standalone books, but as I said, I can't describe my fan uh, my genre, so mm. I would get books that's like yeah. But another series is um, I guess the Mortal Instruments. I didn't like it because the romance made me made me want to vomit. Yeah, but the the fantasy element like dominated the romance enough for me to keep reading. 
I feel like I don't know if I've I don't know how other people feel, but I feel like it could have ended at book three. I think it is because they it, related, huh? The, 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 the. I'm not, like I'm not gonna say anything, oh, okay. but yeah, like. <laughs> um, but I feel like it could have ended at book three, but then like the last two books, like I, books. yeah, I guess why like it, but yeah, I guess okay, and actually, and they're also you, he's got two books that uh, are bigger than the others. Yeah, like the first three are no, the first four four are one size, and then the other two were like gigantic. Yeah. But um, actually, the book I'm currently reading reminds me of that series. So, but like, it just I guess more on like the spin on fantasy, not like just what happens. Um, yeah. Mitch album. Uh-huh. Um, have a little faith. Oh. Yeah. Don't even right. don't even get me bloody started. Well, you got me started now, so I may as well start. So it's also nonfiction. Um, it's about so the guy um. He was a sports writer, and he also looks like um, Ray Romano, who plays a sports writer. You know, Ray Raymond. Um, but so yeah, he writes. Um, so he interviewed his um, childhood rabbi and also a pastor. I think they're the only two. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, sure. yeah, pastor. I don't know where he got the pastor this from. This is also a movie. Did you mention that? Oh yeah. Yeah, so oh. you can watch the movie. Yeah. Um, but oh. So good. It's got the actor who plays Morpheus in The Matrix. All right. Um, yeah, so the book is just him interviewing them. And just, like, they're, like, wisdom and stuff like that. But it is so good. It's, like, quotable things on every page. Um, and, oh, it's just so beautiful. And, um... Yeah, don't say why. Yeah. Anyway, there's, um... Spoiler. I don't know. You just love them. It's just beautiful. Um... And there's a movie of it, and I think it's at the end of the movie. It shows a picture of the real rabbi and pastor that it's about, and I just saw them and started crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just so good. Yeah. I think who read it? One of our friends read it and loved it as well. Yeah. Oh, Perks of Being a Wallflower was good as well. Mm. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, I read this book called um, Turtles All the Way Down. Ooh. That's pretty good. Um, uh, John Green? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's about this girl who has anxiety and OCD. It doesn't say... I don't think it says that she has OCD, but, like, she does. Well, I mean, her friend knows, like, like yeah. she knows that, like, when she says, I know you act like this because of this, but yeah. I don't remember if she I mentions. don't remember if they said OCD. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, um, it's really good. It's I wouldn't read it if you're, like, struggling right now. Um, oh, I don't know. Possibly could help. I guess you just got to prepare yourself. To yeah, because it. because it's so well written. Because the author has, I think he's got anxiety and OCD. Um, but because he's like got experience, the way he writes about it is so real. Like when she has, when she gets into like sport, uh, sport, uh, thought spirals. Yeah, it just is so real that you're like, oh my god, that's how. I feel, and then if you're someone like me who's a bit of a hypochondriac and is scared that they'll get everything and anything, like some of the times I would be like, oh no, what if I start thinking this or mm. you know? So I would brace yourself for that, but it's really like well done. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great one. Ugh, yeah, so good. Also, I have the bro code. <laughs> Oh, how much by, yeah, Barney yeah. Stinson. Those are funny. Mm-hmm. I like funny books too. Like um, Ellen DeGeneres' um, Seriously, I'm Kidding is so funny. Yeah. 
Uh, I read that years ago, but so I don't. I just I remember it to be funny. Mm. And I'm getting Hamish and Andy's Power Moves book. Like yeah. I like funny. Like like I want um what's his Jerry name Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld's book. It's um basically um like bits like jokes yeah one-liners. that he was gonna have in his shows. So I love stuff like that as well. Mm. I'm just, I'm just so unpredictable. Yeah, see, and then my unpredictable moments, like, I read 13 Reasons Why, which I know can be a bit controversial, but I, I, like, watched the first season, and I think it's nothing compared to the book. Like, the mm. book is so much um, a more, not, I, I want to say appropriate, like, but just, it's well-written. Yeah, like, it doesn't exaggerate or glamorize anything. Mm. But the reason why, I think I like that because there was a sense of, I guess not fantasy, but like, you know, like Hannah Baker is dead, but then somehow she's living through these tapes. Mm. I think, I think that's what like just the, the odd, um, like way of doing things like who sends tapes like to people that impacted her, I think. Um, and then another book, see, like, I, I, I don't remember how, I don't think it was much about romance, but there was another mm-hmm. book called If You Could See Me Now, mm. um, or If You Could See Me, I think it is, from mm-hmm. Cecilia Ahern. She wrote P.S. I Love You. And mm-hmm. I remember when I was reading that, I'm like, oh, this is like a bit, like I kind of want to vomit in my mouth. <laughs> but I liked it because I think the message, like, you know, she's basically this girl who's like roped into her work. She doesn't have a social life. And you find out, like, you get snippets of her as a kid where she had this imaginary friend. I don't remember his name. But then all of a sudden, I guess, like, um, she writes, like, fiction, as in, like, reality stuff. But then there's, like, a hint of, a hint of magic, if yeah. you want to say. But I think there's, like, a moment where she's just so roped into her work, work and so boring, like, as a person that her um, imaginary friend comes to, like, life in that in that sense. And he reminds her of just, like, what it's like to have fun. Yeah. And I think I just like that message. And, like, I think she falls in love kind of thing. So With the imaginary friend? No. Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> imagine, uh, that would be, I mean, no. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he just reminds her, like, helps her fall in love with, like, with someone and just reminds her about, like, enjoy your life and things like that but yeah there's like this other book like i i yeah i don't know like romance just not like there's this book that um when andrea and i went shopping she picked it out because it looked pretty but then when she read it it sounded like something i would like um Mm -hmm. and so i was like yeah cool like it actually does it's ugly huh it's not it's like it's trying to be pretty. It's me trying to be pretty, but it's oh just not. But it's um like the the blurb was good. Like it's um it, like it kind of Sounds captured magic. us. Yeah, so like has magical ele- elements. I was probably into chapter three or something, yeah. and these two characters meet mm-hmm. and they're talking, and straight away I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> they're already in love somehow, and they don't mm-hmm. know it, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be them like trying to save their love so i googled it to confirm my suspicions and my my suspicions were confirmed i literally went to andrea and said all right this is so lame sounds like you she read it and i bloody loved it she loved it it. look i'm not gonna lie i bloody loved it it was so good i'm not gonna say what it is or what it's about because everyone's gonna judge me and you're not allowed to judge me 
But it's so good. Oh, yeah. I bloody loved it. I was on the edge of I read like three gazillion pages. I had a sick day off work not to read. But like, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. all I did. Yeah. And I literally, I was like, what, a third way? Not even yeah, a yeah. third, like a quarter way through. And then you finished and, it. And then the rest of the, on the whole sick day, I read three quarters. Like I finished. Right, yep. Is that the right fractions? Yeah. Sure. Oh, we did fractions last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. I bloody love that. Yeah. Such a good book. What about, okay, I feel like we should. What about some Christian living books? Mm. For me, like perfect pairing, oh, I, I feel like, don't take it. is um, Soul Detox mm-hmm. by Craig Rochelle. And I then after that, like I just coincidentally read it like this, Fresh Air by... Oh, I forgot his name. Sorry. Was that but, a connect thing that we did? Yeah, well? but I, I had already read it. So, ah. like, the study is, like, only, like, scratching the surface ah. of what the book actually is. But, yeah, Soul Detox and Fresh Air afterwards is just good. Soul Detox is literally just, like, it just talks about bitterness and all this stuff mm. that you might be holding on to. And then Fresh Air, like, so Soul Detox is, like, letting go. And then Fresh Air is, like, okay. Starting again. Like, now I'm stagnant. What do I do? And it's, like, how do you actually, like, just have, yeah, fresh air in your life in yeah. the areas. Um Yeah, those are one of my two. Mine, um, I loved um, Jesus Is. Yeah, Judah Smith. Yeah, so good. I read it when I was doing internship. Um... I don't know, I just, I don't remember it now, it was six years ago, but I just remember loving it, like, um, I don't know, I think because it's um, young, not young, like, children, but, like, mm. it's not, it wasn't, I think it's, like, young adult targeted, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know, I just really liked it, it's just, who is Jesus, like, I don't know, it was really good. I also loved um, Who You Are When No One's Looking. Yes, I read that too. So good. That I, was good. Yeah, um, it was one of my Connect studies. I wasn't in the same as Solvano. Um, and it's just really good. It's mm. literally about who you are when no, no one's looking. Like, are you the same person at home as you are at work? And not, like, nobody's the same in that way. Like, obviously, you're more professional at work or you wouldn't, like speak how you speak at work to your best friend it's just like who like if if someone at work was like wow andrea is so giving and yeah. generous would my close friends disagree with that mm, like mm. who are you on your own and who do you present yourself to be yeah. i think that was a really good one for me because i would present myself to be somebody else because i didn't think people would like who I am. Yeah. But that yeah. book was really good to yeah. yeah. Um another one <laughs> I can't see it in the picture. I think it was called The Pursuit of Holiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one with the grapes. Yeah. <laughs> that book, it's just That looks that's so ugly I would I never know. read. <laughs> I was reading that during Bible college and I was convicted so much in that book it's just good like it honestly just talks about yeah like sanctification i guess like being set apart and like Mm. are you actually living that lifestyle and you know i remember even the parts i remember i guess at that time as well is just like it just talks about having a foul mouth and i think Mm. that's the part that like i was like oh that part is getting to me, but yeah. Goliath Must Fall as well is a good one. Basically, oh, that that is a really good one because um, it's obviously talking about like slaying your giants, but he 
retells the story of David and Goliath in a, um, like, I guess in a, like, more engaging narrative. Mm. So, like, you read snippets, and then as you read that snippet, he then focuses on what that issue could be or what um, his, um, I don't know, I guess what one character might be facing. Mm. Like, you know, he focuses on David, he focuses on the Israelites that are threatened, or, um, like, what Goliath is thinking. Like, just, the, like, every kind of perspective that you need to consider when slaying your giants. Mm. So, um, that's that's the day that I bought a slingshot. <laughs> I like the purpose-driven life. Oh, yeah. I read that when I was, growing. like, I don't know, having, like, a crisis. Yeah, yeah. Um, As we do. I just constantly have prizes. Oh, I remember liking Unqualified by Stephen Furtick. Oh, yeah. I don't... Crash the Chatterbox? Yeah. You read that as well? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was more... I thought that would be more about... um, Inner thoughts? Yeah, like negative thoughts and stuff like that. Like, it kind of is, but it wasn't what I was looking for. It was more like... You suck. You can't do it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And like, not. I'm not. This is gonna sound mm-hmm. weird, but I don't. I don't have that issue of you suck. You can't do it because I know I can do things. Like yeah. if I want to do something, I can do it. Yeah. So it's not that kind of thing that I needed. It was more like negative. I don't know how to explain what I mean by negative thoughts, but it just wasn't what I was looking right. for. But it's it was good. I liked yeah. it. Um. And I think the other two, there's so many that, like, I need to read, though. Like, looking yeah. at Bookshelf, like, I remember, like, there were so many that I haven't even touched. But I guess the last two are by Erwin McManus. The Artisan Soul was the first one I read That's by a him. Book. <laughs> yeah, and it's just about, honestly, it's just about, like, unlocking your creativity and, like, how to use the gifts that God has given you. But, like, mm. not as in, it's not the cliche, like, use your gifts. It's more just, like, you're an artist, yeah. no matter what you do you're an artist and like just basically like being appreciative of that. And then the other one is wide awake as well. And that's basically like what, what, like what's your purpose? Mm. Like you're awake, you're living a routine, but what's your purpose? And it's just Mm. like basically waking up to yourself and waking up your God calling as well. Um, Yeah. Is that it in terms of, um, some honorable mentions but we have so many books we want to read like we we recently just both joined a goodreads oh so good so good and Uh, also i'm a great reviewer yeah (laughs) yeah she is but goodreads it's good because it's literally just an electronic list of like what you've read what you want to read oh my gosh i just got scared do you want to hear one of my reviews yeah how do i find what i've read Read. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so I read this book called The Inheritance Games. Um, and the cover on Goodreads is bloody gorgeous. So, um, but anyway, so my review, oh, mine's not the same. It's ugly. Um, so my review was pretty good book. Short chapters are great and make the book easier to get through. Love the mystery and twist. My book cover is ugly though. So don't love that X. <laughs> Because I saw the book on Goodreads and it was beautiful and I read the blurb and I was like, wow, I want to read that. So that already got me in. But then when I saw it at the shops, it was ugly. But because I already liked the blurb and that, I got it. But like literally every single time I read the book, I would close and go, oh, this is so ugly. (laughs) Yeah, lovely. So um, if you see her on Goodreads. (laughs) And then my other one, the one that you didn't like, my review is simply, I was on the edge of my seat the whole bloody time. (laughs) 
imagine like actual like <laughs> smart people reading that. Smart people, calm down. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed our um little small to large talk. Yeah, like on, and subscribe. Um, on our top reads. We hope you find a either like again or for the first time your passion to read. Yeah. Let us know what passion. you are reading, wanna read. Or, yes. And then yeah, maybe we can um exchange books and the old jokes. I don't want anyone touching our books. Yeah, don't borrow my books because you never give them back. But happy to like <laughs> just exchange titles, you know. You can borrow my books if you promise to give them back. Yeah. I'll take a photo of you holding it with the with the today's newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.